Today we're joined by Penilla Alexanderson, CEO and founder of Ad Gender, a consultancy service committed to improving gender equality and diversity in the workplace. Today, AdGender has offices in Stockholm, Malmö and Gothenburg and its own network of norm engineers, which includes a team of gender equality experts who assess workplace norms and figure out how things can be improved for everyone in the company. How can we, in a specific situation, make people feel at home, welcome, like talk to each other in a more fair way, not stereotyping or excluding. Hello from Stockholm and you're listening to A Woman's Place. I'm Sophie Miskew and this podcast is a collaboration between the local and Invest Stockholm. Penilla, hi. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's so fun being here. I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm glad to have you here. I I mean, I think we should just start with the basics. Um, Is gender equality something that can be measured? And if it is, why is it something that companies should be doing? Yeah, that's a good question. Because when I founded Agenda 10 years ago, I actually was... uh, like asking myself the same question, like how can I measure and how can I have a company around gender equality? But it's as any other question. I mean, if you if you measure and you measure again, and if you put up your goals and everything, then it gets measurable. And it's really important that we can um, um, construct a measurable gender equality. So we have been inspired in, in a gender from the SCB that is called in, in Swedish, the, I think it's called the Central Bureau of Statistic, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but it's like they are measuring like the Swedish gender equality with like how many men and women who are in different um, occupations and salary and parental leave and so on. So we have taken inspiration from that and brought it into companies and organizations so it's um, it's measurable uh, and it's um, it's fun to measure it because then you get a more clear image of something that is really hard to put your finger on, like norms and gender inequality and feelings of ex- exclusion or as uh, the Me Too revolution or what you would call it. Um, that's also like something that you can't really, it's not like tangible if you don't measure like inclusion and so on. So... Um, it, it's measurable and it needs to be measured and when you measure it you get the results that you want but it's it's not an easy thing to do I would say but uh, if we in agenda can choose what we are measuring we often choose to measure around three areas so it's the structure like how the company are working more on a structural level with gender equality and that can be like policies and if the CEO or C-suit are, uh, knows what gender equality is and in the company, how they are like looking to keep PIs and other like measurable uh, areas, are they aware? But the second area we are looking into is balance. And of course, then it's female and male balance. Uh, but today we are working with being more trans-inclusiveness. And then we also have a second, like a an alternative you don't want to be in that balance. Uh, and the third thing we are measuring are culture. And that can be jargon and inclusive culture in meetings or leadership. Uh, and all of these three areas can be measured. But uh, the, the exact measurement and the exact key performance index, that can be like more um, different from different organizations depending on what kind of goal you want to 
to reach. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do you measure it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can give you one, one example, like for... Uh, a key uh, key performance index in one company that have uh, maybe ninety percent men and ten percent women, then it's it's easy to me- uh, measure the balance and mm-hmm. see okay ninety percent ten percent, and then you put up a, a goal that is maybe we want a critical mass mass of thirty percent women in our workforce. Then you of course need to measure and follow up how our uh, we are performing in recruitment or it can be like um, a career uh, assessment or whatever. So that can be one concrete in the area of balance. But it can be a challenge for the companies when they see uh, that they don't perform as they want to. And then you can't only measure balance because balance just gives you like the the symptom of something deeper. And then you need to go in and measure the structure, how we are working, are we having our policies, are we having our uh, uh, goal-oriented plans, Uh, what are we doing, like on on a more structural level, and also the culture, like the meeting culture in the jargon and and inclusiveness and so on. So um, that is the thing that can make gender equality and measuring it a bit uh, delicate because the balance can everyone look into, uh, but then when we don't get the performance that we want, what are we going to me- measure then? Mm-hmm. And that is the hard thing. Mm. Um, so what are, what's the company set to gain from measuring gender equality within the organization? I like to think of it, people often say, well, it's important with gender equality and diversity and often people in, in, in for example, tech, they say diversity and inclusion. Uh, and then people say, well, we have to gain that if we have a more diverse and especially gender diverse work, workforce, we can, we can have more in, innovations and, and more uh, a better uh, workplace environment and uh, work-life balance and f- so on. But I, I, li- I like to put it the other way that we first put in the world inclusion and then diversity or gender diversity because the thing that people and organization are benefiting on gender diversity is actually first inclusiveness because the inclusiveness is connected to gender diversity and diversity at all. So I think that it's pretty simple that uh, the thing that companies and organizations uh, are to gain on gender diversity is an inclusive culture. And that is something that you can see comes out of the, the measurement. Like you can see that if you have a, a critical mass of, of uh, females in your board, for example, you can see that those kind of organizations are uh, doing a better results on the economical or like um, the numbers. <laughs> but we don't really know why it's not the female it's not like the woman that brings something special but the thing that the science say today is that the woman comes up in the company the female comes from from uh, from being a more inclusive company and a more inclusive structure overall so i think that um, we we can see on gender equality as an a challenge in a new kind of business area or business time where we need to work with inclusiveness um, and uh, work-life balance and an inclusive leadership structure and, and, and meetings that 
gives us possibility to be innovative and uh, inclusive jargon and leadership and so on. In your experience, what are some of the most common challenges that the companies face with gender equality? One of the most common is a leaking pipeline, like that they can see that female comes into the organization, but then they don't continue the career or maybe they go on parental leave or they leave the company uh, and after the parental leave they don't come back, for example. So so that is something that company struggles with, like how can we keep the female that we want to <laughs> want to keep. Um, but also it's not only about females, of course, it's about stereotypes because when females are leaking from the company, of course men are also doing that, all kinds of people are doing that. Uh, so <clears throat> and that is also something that we can see that people struggle with, like the stereotypes and norms of who are supposed to be an engineer or who are supposed to be a leader or whatever it can be that are the stereotypes and norms for the organization or the industry that we are looking into. And also we can see the culture or the jargon that it's excluding people. And female and women are one group that are being excluded from the business sector firstly. But of course, as as I said before also, that men are also being excluded and also not being included by the jargon or the structure or the norms uh, or the culture. And also, of course, um, the most extreme uh, thing that can come out of an an unexclusive uh, or or bad jargon is harassment and unequal treatment. Um, And that can also be discrimination directly to an individual on a recruitment base or leadership or different situation but it can also be uh, indirect in like policies or rules that are uh, disfavorable of one group or another and also in Sweden we have a lot of discussions of parenthood and work-life balance of course uh, that is affecting uh, both men and women but women in particular because of our ability to be pregnant and also like the meeting culture is uh, something that people often uh, come to us to talk about, like power structures in meeting culture. How can we, in a specific situation, make people feel at home, welcome, like talk to each other in a more fair way, mm-hmm. not stereotyping or excluding. And that is, um, of course, uh, not only gender but it can be different groups or identities that are not common in today's work life. Mm -hmm. So in that case what advice do you give the company? Uh, Yeah the advice is as uh, we have already spoken like start measure something because when you measure something you get a pattern and when you get a pattern you can do something about it or you can hire an expert as we are like and say that we are seeing this pattern but we don't really know what is going on uh, so starting to measure is something that you can and can do and therefore we also been the initiator of Ecumeter for example that is uh, a tool that you can use uh, through the company or the measuring site the, the Mentimeter uh, so they, that you can start talking about gender equality in your teams for Mm -hmm. example but it can also be other tools that 
can help you to measure. And, and in Sweden, we have also a site that is from the government that is called includegender.com. Uh, that is in English, but it's also jämställ.nu in Swedish, but include gender and in that you have a lot of tools start measuring. So um, if you want to start somewhere, just, as I said, start to measure something to get a pattern and, and start to get answers. You mentioned EQ meter. So yeah. how does that work? Yeah, it's, it's as any other Mentimeter uh, method that you create an account and, um, and download the questions and then you go to EQ Meter. So it's uh, questions that are prepared for you already. And then you meet up with your team and use the mobile phone uh, to capture the team's input on the questions that are in EQ Meter. Uh, and then uh, you just show and discuss the answers, and and that is a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we always say to companies like start somewhere, <laughs> and and the measurement is a really good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is uh, ecometer is a way of measuring like how the team is feeling around inclusiveness in the team. So it's less on how many people you are, like female, male or, or whatever, more of the feeling in the team and the jargon. So that is one way of starting it because often people think that to measure gender equality you need to start with counting like heads and people. Uh, and that can be uh, good in, in some situation, but in other situations that is not the best way to start because maybe it's a small team and it's not relevant if how many we are female or, or male or, or men or women and and in some situations it's more you maybe you you know the numbers already or the balance but you want to start discussing the jargon or the meeting culture mm-hmm. so the first step is measuring but do you have any other practical tips that companies who want to improve gender equality can start applying yeah i think uh, uh, a good tip tips is to um, set up a kind of group or a workshop or something where you just uh, put up your organization's goals and 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 um, uh, just ask that group or it can be all the the employees if uh, if it's um, uh, if that is possible and just ask that that gather of people that how can we reach our goals uh, better with uh, working with gender equality or diversity. So I love the um, tailored <laughs> tailored ways of doing that, that you just put it into your business strategy overall. So it, you just don't um, add something that uh, um, isn't integrated in your business strategy. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Penilla. And listeners, thanks for joining us today in Stockholm, a woman's place. Hey!